All right, Brandon. It's nice to meet you. I'm Bronco. Host here at All About the South. Um, yeah, nice so, to meet you guys. Yeah. So, as the uh, self-proclaimed Georgia, 100%, 110% in it, how far do you see your Bulldogs going this year? Anything less than a playoff appearance is a disappointment. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like um, – like we, we talked about earlier before this call, um, James James Coley coming in, great offense. I, I see them going 12-0 and and going to the playoff. But um, how do you feel about just the the gloomy culture that surrounds just Georgia sports? Well, I'm, I remember, I think it was a year or two ago, um, I want to say it was – 24-7 sports or something, one of those uh, sites like that, they did a poll of which fan base is considered the most tortured fan base in college football, and Georgia actually got number one. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I kind of agree with that because over the years, we've definitely had the talent to at least win one, and it just hasn't happened. Uh, a lot of that does fall on, on the coaching staff. Of course, some of it does fall on the players, but uh, – we're 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 hoping that Kirby can actually change this uh, culture, and he's he's got he's you know he's gotten us better than what we were under Rick. I mean, Rick never took us to a national title game. Kirby has in only three years, so I'm hoping we're on the right track now, at least. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so one of the biggest concerns, like when we when we spoke earlier in this podcast, was George's wide receiving core. So, um. What do you have to say about the, the young and experienced wide receiving core that Georgia has? Well, I'm going to tell you something that I haven't heard anybody mention yet, and I think it's actually pretty important. Uh, Lawrence Kager uh, actually came over with Coley. Um, I think that Kager is actually going to be helping the other wide receivers learn uh, his system pretty pretty quickly. I mean, granted, it is a new system, so it will take some time to get accustomed to it, but I think uh, a player actually being on the field able to uh, assist is actually pretty important, and nobody's even talked about that yet, and I, I just don't think that that can be, you know, emphasized enough. That's, that's to me, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. You, um, so you got any questions for us? Okay, so, um, I remember one of y'all said uh, before we got on video, so I don't know who said it. Uh, who's the Tennessee fan? What what what? Which teams are you guys a fan of? Okay, all right. So I'm the Tennessee fan. The one I've been I'm the one who's been in contact with you too. Uh, and then we got Nico. Yeah, I'm an Auburn fan, so I don't have and any problems. Any problems? I'm, a, I'm a fellow dog. And I am a Clemson fan. Okay, so we got a Georgia fan, Clemson fan, and Auburn fan. Yep. And Tennessee fan. He did that on purpose. He did that on purpose. We are irrelevant, guys. Yeah, so that's well, speaking, it. Uh, speaking of Auburn, I actually used to live in Auburn several, several years ago. And uh, that, that is my most hated team in the freaking world because of the shit that I put up with there. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn's a good fan base. Way better than Alabama, that's for sure. So you weren't making any visits to Tumor's Corner, is what you're saying? 
No, the only the only reason I go through there is when I go to uh, visit my my brother and my dad. That's it. You don't hate Bama more than you hate. I mean, Bama's the guy, the the people you can't, the hump you can't get over, but you hate Auburn. Well, Bama's not a rival, though. You know, Auburn and Georgia. You know, that's the deep South's oldest rivalry. You know, yeah, that's actually. Like, it's, it's so crazy. They have that like Chick Fil A thing right on the border, and it's like Auburn, Georgia, crazy thing. Mm-hmm. It's cool, but Bama's the team that's been keeping you guys from where y'all need to go. So I feel like you should hate Bama more than Auburn at this point. You know the thing. I tell you what, I do hate. Uh, especially after that national championship game. And I really can't say it was Alabama, but if you go back and watch that game, dude, the, 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 the refs completely fucked us hard in that game. Like uh, there was several plays that I remember. I was one play where one of their players slapped one of our players in the helmet, no flag. Of course that blocked punt that was called offsides. Well, that was not offsides. All these face masking calls, but you know, I that, that, that wasn't called, but I can't blame that on Bama. I, I mean, they the refs just wasn't calling it. What about the Aaron Murray years? <sighs> well, you know, I have mixed uh, actually I'll, uh, I have mixed feelings about Aaron Murray. Uh he was definitely accurate. Uh my problem with him is kind of the same issue that I have with Jake Fromm, and it's the arm strength. It just seems like when they throw the football, it hangs up in the air for a thousand years. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I can see that. But Jake Fromm is – I feel like Drake, Jake Fromm is a lot better at, at uh, placing those balls that stay up in the air for a thousand I'll, years. I'll agree with that. I will agree with that. Those uh, those back shoulder fades that Fromm throws, I don't recall seeing a Georgia quarterback throw that any better than what he does. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. Is it Murray the all-time leader in SEC in touchdowns? Yeah, he's uh he's the all-time leader in passing yards and uh, passing touchdowns, yeah. He's no DJ Shockley, though. <laughs> Oh, the only I problem played, with DJ, he was DJ. just backing up some guy named David Green. <laughs> <laughs> Old David Green. How do you uh, how do you feel about Juwan Jennings? The only thing, I mean, he, he he's going to live the rest of his life on long play. That's pretty much all he's known for was that that Hail Mary uh, against Georgia couple years back that's pretty much it <laughs> uh, can you tell us where you were at during that game is it like I, I, I was watching it live from the house yeah so it was like a because there's a lot of these moments in people's lives that they remember back like people are like i'm no way comparing 9-11 to that 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 play but people are like oh when 9-11 happened i was here when this blah blah happened. I was here, here, here. Do you remember exactly your feeling and where you were at when that Hail Mary happened? Well, let's put it like this. There was a couple of things broke in the house when it happened. Um, <laughs> because just prior to that, you know, we took the lead and it looked for sure like the game was over. And, well, Dobbs throws, you know, the most impossible pass to kick. Because if you go back and watch that – there was like five or six dogs surrounding Jennings. And Lorenzo was, was almost him. like they didn't even try to slap the ball down almost. Like, how the hell does one guy come up with the ball around six people? And I would say Nick Marshall. on the field was behind him. 
I'd say Nick Marshall threw the most improbable pass ever against Georgia, but that's that's just my opinion. Well, that one was that one was uh, a little different because that one that one should have never have happened because we actually <laughs> should have intercepted it or at least you know knocked it down, but it was like the hand of God grabbed the football and just put it in the Auburn receiver's hand and was like, "Here you go." It's crazy. Trey Matthews ended up at Auburn. What was his name? Trigger Trey? Trigger Trey, yeah. That was the DB who uh, dropped the ball. Yeah, Trigger Trey. Yeah. All right. You know, um, those kind of plays just happen in college football, man. And, you know, sometimes you're on the winning side of them, and sometimes you're on the losing side of them. Yeah, I hear you. So, um, would, you at the end of- would you ask him the same hit or miss questions and the questions you asked us earlier? Um, which, which question is the hit or miss? Either one, the hit or miss. I or... like the would you rather. Okay. Okay. All right. So how we ended our podcast was on this with a segment called "Would You Rather," and that's how we'll, we'll probably end this call. Um, would you rather have Felipe Franks as your quarterback, or get trucked by Tim Tebow in full equipment for three hours straight? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, you know, I'm, I'll have to take Felipe Franks on that one. I ain't about to go through three hours of that mess. Like that's maybe, maybe if it was just one hit, then I would definitely say Tebow. But for three hours, no, nah, I can't do it, man. I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so second one: Would you rather have a bowl band for one year or coach at a basketball? school for six years so a basketball school but you're coaching football okay repeat that one more time would you rather have a bowl band for one year or coach at a basketball school for six i would say coach at a basketball school for six because i bowl bands no no man i i i can't live with bowl bands that would suck yeah, we, we said earlier that it just it comes out before the season, during the season, after season. When it comes to revenue recruiting, it just it kills you. All right, so the third one. This one's a little long, so hang with me here. Would you rather relive every day of your life as a UGA Florida tailgate and game or never have phone service again? Uh-oh. Um, and that means you live the same day, like the best. It's like a Hallmark movie. Yes. Every single day you wake up, you go to the Georgia-Florida tailgate game. Just party. Well, if it's a game to where we win, I would say wake up. I would say wake up every day and go to the (laughs) Georgia-Florida tailgate. That's that's a good point. Very good point. What if you lose? Oh, well, if I lose, then, uh, yeah, I would have to go. I'd have to say, yeah, screw that. No phone service. (laughs) <laughs> all right well that, 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 that rivalry game man that's just that that game is huge man you know a lot of times well well most of the time it's pretty much who wins that game wins the east nowadays we asked that question earlier yeah yeah we um we had a we had a question in our hit or miss segment that's that stated um, hit or miss the world's largest outdoor cocktail party will determine the east and the SEC as a whole. 
Um, I could definitely say the East, but I don't know about the SEC as a whole because, I mean, we you still have some team named Alabama in the West that, you know, even let's just say we don't win the East. Um, Florida goes, you know, Alabama is going to kill them. And even if we went, you know, there's no guarantee that we would beat Alabama, you know, because we haven't shown the ability to do it. So I, I'll definitely agree with the East. But the SEC as a whole, mm, I don't know. I can't say for sure on that one. Okay. So a hit a hit animus. Well, Brandon, we appreciate <laughs> it. Hopefully we can uh, get you on on another episode. Um, and you can you can hit Brandon up on Twitter. What's your what's your um, Twitter handle? Um my Twitter handle is at Magnum three six eight zero one one one. Can we follow you immediately? Do what now? Can we follow you immediately? Um, yeah, you should be able to. I mean, <laughs> I know my my account is currently on a ban status, but I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, but I th- I still think you should be able to follow. But uh, before we go, now I got a question for the Tennessee guy. Right. Um, God dang. So where do you see where do you see Tennessee finishing in the East and what what do you think your overall record's gonna be? Uh I've got Tennessee fourth in the East behind Georgia, Missouri, Florida. Um overall I'm looking at seven and four. Um that's what that's what I'm hoping for. Wait a minute. Seven and four, you're missing a game. We play twelve. Eight and four. Seven, <laughs> uh, let's go seven and five. Let's go seven and five. Let's go seven and five. Uh, I, man, I'm just looking for improvement. That's it. Well, you know what? I can respect that because a lot of what I've seen on Twitter and Facebook, most of these Tennessee fans, I, I think, have smoked themselves retarded because they're thinking that they're, you know, going to win the East for a lot from what I've read. Fan base. And I'm just like, wow, that's that's a bold ass prediction. But I can respect your. Uh, your prediction, that's that's a little more realistic. Yeah. What's, your, what's your outlook for Tennessee? <laughs> My outlook for Tennessee was pretty much almost exactly what he said, seven and five. I have Tennessee finishing fifth in the East, though. What who is your what is your standings in the East? My standings was Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, Ooh. Missouri, uh Tennessee. uh Tennessee, uh, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. Wow. That's not South bad. Carolina. South Carolina's pretty hey, high. South Carolina's a pretty South tough Carolina. schedule. Why are you high on them with the schedule they have? Well, I'm not real high on them. I mean, um, Thursday is pretty high, I guess, but there's nobody else good. I mean, well, I you know, the, the only thing South Carolina that they, that they do bring back that I think, well, besides Florida and Georgia, is um, a, a pretty good experienced quarterback. And, you know, Jake Bentley, he he, he kind of took a step back last year. I'll admit that. I thought he was going to be better. But, I mean, this being his senior year, I, I think he's going to be better than he was last year. So I do think South Carolina, they're going to win probably a game or two that they're not supposed to. But, you know, still third in the East, I mean, that's not – I wouldn't say high on them. But, you know, I just – I don't know. I just don't. I just don't think that they're gonna. 
beat they're definitely not going to beat Florida and Georgia. Um, so that was kind of that was kind of my reasoning of putting them third. Okay. Um, now, as far as the West is concerned, let's see. I had Alabama number one, uh, LSU number two, Auburn three. Uh, I'm trying to remember because I, I put all my I put A&M, my predictions on, on Twitter. Do what? I said probably A and M. Yeah, A and M was A and M was fourth. Um, let's see. I had. I, th- I think I had uh, Mississippi State fifth. Um, Ole-, Ole Miss sixth and Arkansas seventh. Yeah, that's respectable. But Auburn, like, I really think Auburn's offense is not going to be that good. The defensive line, I think, is going to be winning them their football games. We're going to get into that. Or I am, anyway. I'm going to get into that on another episode. It's it's just never a good thing when you have, you know, a quarterback controversy, especially with two guys that don't have any any experience. I mean, just ask Tennessee. They've been through that multiple years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's my biggest concern for them as well. You, you know, you know what's pretty damn sad. I think Lane Kiffin was actually the last good coach they actually had. <laughs> well, Butch Jones. Butch Jones. Ah, oh, yes, the coach of life. Life. <laughs> <laughs> you think Lane Kiffin was a better coach than Pruitt? Well, that I, I don't know. That has yet to be seen, you know. But uh, well, we only got one year of Kiffin, one year of Pruitt. I mean, Kiffin did have a better, better record. That's so. But I well, think I, I will. I think that that year also, I think Tennessee did beat us too. So I'll give Kiffin that. Yeah, we did. So <laughs> Pruitt, I don't know. Pru, um, Pruitt has. I can't. I can't put Pruitt and Kiffin in the same category because at least Kiffin came in. Right after Fulmer was fired, so the program wasn't in complete shambles. But Pruitt is coming in after a Derek Dooley and Butch Jones. Like that's that's some tough ass mop up duties right there, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely Butch tough. Jones, that's sad. I think I think Derek Dooley was worse was worse than Butch though. Dooley, my God, they should have beat LSU that that one year, but those fuckers couldn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me, man. Oh, all right. Well, I think that's about it. Well, yeah, uh, we appreciate you, Brandon. Hopefully, we'll be able to get you on uh, uh, sometime down the road. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm also because since you got me here on uh, on uh, Anchor, since you got me going on there, I think I'm going to start my own little uh, Georgia football podcast on there. So. Nice. Uh, Right. I may, I may, I may get the get the Georgia fan to join me every once in a while, and then at the end of the show, I figure I'll do like a little SEC segment, so that way I can get you guys on there as well every now and then. Nice. Yeah. All right, sounds good, man. We appreciate it. All right, man. I appreciate you guys.